Okay. All right. Look, I want to I want to talk to both of you about something today. I want to talk What's to y'all about a man who lived two thousand years ago, and he had some disciples and some pretty crazy ideas about how we should form society. Some said he was a little bit radical. Some said he was a little bit radical. Uh, but In I think, every sense of the word. <laughs> and of course, I am talking about the Dark Knight Garland, baby. Of course. He's back, baby. <laughs> He's back, baby. In pog form. <laughs> <laughs> it's the second coming of Garland and the every FNFF podcast. How's it going? Hell yeah. It's going good. It's going good. How are you, Curtis? I'm doing okay. No, I'm doing better than okay. I'm doing well. Hell yeah. Adequate. How about you, Alex? I'm fine. successfully did the intro (laughs) (laughs) check that mark (laughs) i'm here thank you for asking (laughs) um yeah so we're back at it one final time (gasps) hell yeah oh my gosh oh goodness so uh last week we um took to the skies kick some tiamat but some kick some tiamas how many asses do you think T- Tiamat has? I was only about to ask, because you have six, bu- six buttholes. Yeah. It's, it's only four in the <laughs> NES version. <laughs> they, yeah. just, they just didn't have the sprite range. <laughs> yeah, they, they couldn't fit that all on the on the 8-bit cart. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It has a, a, a one butthole maximum. <laughs> it was because uh, hexadecimal, you could only fit 255 butts throughout the entire game. So they had to space them out. He actually um, has 256, but it fucked it up and made it zero. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the underflow butt glitch. I'm assuming that's how that string of uh, <laughs> it can. bits works. It can. Unless it's an <laughs> instrument, and then it only goes to 127, and then Hell yeah. they usually go back to negative 127 if it's like an uh-huh. LFO or something. Hell yeah. That's not relevant. I love ELO. <laughs> What did ELO sing? Did they do Mr. Blue Sky? Uh, that is a good question. Well, I they don't did, care uh, anymore. I think they did it's, Telephone Line. <laughs> okay. I think they did Telephone Line. Telephone Line, ELO. So we're in the desert. Uh, no, we're not in the desert, Alex. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, well, I guess we could be in the desert. If we wanted to just say that, like, we just beat Tiamat. Just beat Tiamat. We took that warp back. Um... Yeah. And uh, yeah, and now we're back. Or you could do what I did: Ooh. take the warp, go back to several of the places where you missed items because you just ran through everything. <laughs> uh, you know, save it and in, uh, go get nuke or flare from the hidden shop, yeah. and then go back in and get all of the items that you missed, <laughs> and also go and fight Warmech and fucking kill it. Yeah, got him. Because I was ass. able to do that. I took him down with relative ease because um, it's gotten to the point where because I have so many healing items and I can't remember if I got uh, like the third healing item um, upon like the revisit or if we get it in the next area. I forget where I think it was. No, before the next area. So but it's gotten to a point where like it just makes sense to fight every enemy that comes up to me because it's like, oh, really? oh I can use this to like farm some free heals because I just have my ninja and my knight attack. And huh. then I use the heal items with the other two. And oh yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. So I've about. just yes. been so I jumped up like three levels without even like necessarily trying to grind. Awesome. So uh, I will say, speaking of levels, now that we're done with that and we're getting ready to go into the final area, my white mage is level twenty nine. 
with 420 HP. Boom. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Nice. If only um, there was a way you could keep that HP and level the white mage up 40 more levels. Yeah. Uh, yes, oh. 40. I had to second check. Uh, I had to like, truly be nice. I, had to say, I had like a second thought where I'm like, did I just fuck up that very simple math? <laughs> <laughs> Math's hard. So it's all right. Yeah. Um, but before we, uh, so, okay. So when we were in the, the, the fortress, the, the, the floating fortress, you remember there was that, uh, I think the third floor where we were able to like look out over the world and they described like all the energy was coalescing together at one place. Yeah. So that's the next place that we're going. But before we go there, we can actually, there, there's one thing that's changed. We can go back to the 12 sages at uh, Crescent Lake, and they have all brand new dialogue, and yep. um, all of them. Yeah, yeah. And whereas, like all the other Final Fantasy games, parse out the exposition over the course of the game, we get all of the exposition of Final Fantasy One and all of the plot line and plot twist all at the same fucking time. Yep. And it's it great. doesn't make it any easier to follow, though. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> still not a at all. little bit, little bit convoluted. So, do you want to start, Carl, telling us a little bit about it? Sure. Should I just go through all of the dialogue that I have? Uh, um, yeah, I guess like read one or two and then we'll talk about the implications and we'll sure, move on. Sure. Yeah. So uh, the first guy just says, we, the 12 sages, came to this land guided by the stars and prophecies. So again, uh, a special man who lived 2000 years ago. <laughs> who had some crazy disciples and some <laughs> radical ideas had a bunch of wise men who were led by a star to him. <laughs> Sorry, uh, continue. No, that's okay. Uh, the um, And Lamb the, lived in the Temple of Fiends. <laughs> <laughs> he loved that Temple of Fiends so much. <laughs> Always um, playing with that Temple of Fiends. <laughs> um, but uh, the next guy says, the four forces are pouring into the Temple of Chaos at the center. Now the four forces are restored. Go to the temple and banish the true evil for good. Uh, then another guy says, At last, the four lights returned. The restored light turns into the force, allowing one to travel across time. The foe has gone to the past, 2,000 years ago. Okay, of course, so he's talking about Lavos. That's right. Well, Lavos went 65 million years ago. Oh, wait, no. He's from 65 million years ago. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> but, so, as we've been seeing throughout the course of this game, there's, like, a lot of, like, time implications and stuff where, like, people are like, oh, this prophecy says the fiends will awaken every so many hundred years. Oh, but these yeah. ones are out of order. What's going on? Why are things happening that the way that they are? And so I think that what we're kind of learning here is that using the power of those crystals, somebody has been going back in the in, back in time. To, like, yeah. cause these things to happen. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> uh, the world in which you came from is the true state of this world. You merely lost your memories of it. But... You were merely... <laughs> I was born into it. <laughs> um... Uh, then the then he goes on and says, uh, But the meddling with time brought disturbance to the world in this era. Uh, the time no longer flows in a single strand and has turned into a never-ending loop. We must destroy the foe in the past to break this loop. So basically, somebody bought the 1987 Sports Almanac and then <laughs> <laughs> went back to the past and placed a bunch of bets and then created Biff Tannen's future, which we're yeah, living so in now. 
So what mm. we do is um, we go into uh, a dungeon called Strickland's office <laughs> and we get the sports almanac um, and you know <laughs> right. we fight our way through. We finally get it. It was a really hard thing. We have to fight Mr. Strickland. It's a difficult boss battle. Then we finally get the sports almanac and when you go to your key items, the description uh, when you open it, it says, ooh la la. <laughs> so and we, and we, we don't actually have it. And the, <laughs> we don't and actually the, have yeah. it. We, we have the ooh la la uh, nudie mag. And then that's the end of that game. And once we've beaten it, the credits roll to Huey and the Lewis. <laughs> Huey Lewis and the News is the power, the power of love. love. <laughs> I, I hope I was, people I have seen Back to the Future or else that whole section is going to make no sense. <laughs> I was talking about Back we've to the Future the other day. Huey Lewis and the News reference in last season, I think. <laughs> <laughs> We're cutting it out of this one. <laughs> Gonna go back in time. It's fitting. It's fitting here. Um, fuck. I was just talking about. Uh, I was talking about that scene in particular, like the ooh la thing, like the <laughs> other night with some friends. And Biff has one of my favorite lines in like anything ever. When like Strickland comes up to him and they were all like drinking from a flask and stuff. And Strickland's like, I think his name's Strickland. I don't remember, but um, he's like Biff. Is that alcohol I smell in your breath? And he's like, well, uh, sir, I uh, I actually am not old enough to drink alcohol, so I don't know what it smells like. And I'm like, that's such a good fucking like, deflection. It's so good. So we need to become old enough to drink alcohol. Right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, but... Uh, uh, someone flew to the. Uh, someone flew to two thousand years ago. <laughs> I just took the LAX. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I found that really funny too. Someone flew to two thousand years ago and sent the four elemental fiends to this world. I All can't the believe they got them past the TSA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all the destruction... Uh, yeah, wait, how the fuck did uh, Marilith get all her swords through the goddamn metal detectors? What the fuck? <laughs> uh, all the destruction occurring now began there. I see the time flowing before my eyes. The one who flew back 2,000 years in time destroyed the world then, and 2,000 years later, he again returns to the past and repeats his evil deeds. So again... Most stories about time travel get very confusing and convoluted. This one is the same because... (laughs) And I'm just going to read this sentence again because I remember reading it and being like, the fuck? And 2,000 years later, he again returns to the past and repeats his evil deeds. Okay, yeah. I think what's happening is that, like, somebody made the world what it is the way that they wanted to, but for some reason it only lasts for like 2000 years or something and so they're like fuck this i'm going back to do it again yeah i mean there is this this uh like premise of a time loop that's happening and everything kind of just keeps repeating and looping around and we're stuck in this like never-ending cycle um and one of the other sages says the same 2000 years in history keep repeating like the chicken and the egg so that actually does make it a little more sense so sure yeah yeah like the chicken the egg Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is like, wait. There's right. There's no chocobos in this universe yet. <laughs> the the, the yeah, chocobo right, yeah. <laughs> and the egg, but chocobos don't lay eggs. Oh shit! Oh shit! That's right. Mm. Mm. They're, that's um, even more confusing. Do they reproduce asexually? I forget. No, we had them fuck a lot last season. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the same 2,000 years in history keep repeating like the chicken and the egg. The time loop must be broken. Bring the light of the four crystals to us, light warriors. Only you can do this. The forces must be turned to the right direction. 400 years ago, the wind howled. 200 years ago, the water raged. And earth and fire, dot, dot, dot. We know and then this. finally, 
the most important dialogue in the entire game. We finally get to the last sage, who says, <laughs> I am Lucan, a prophet. <laughs> now legend and prophecy shall come to pass, and we shall bear witness to it. Our path is set. Lucan, <laughs> even you fucker. That's why he's the one that gets a name and is the most useless of all of yeah. them. Yeah. He's the, yeah, he's like the CEO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doesn't actually do any of the work or reaps all the benefits. Yeah, it gets all the fame, all the glory. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we gotta go to the uh Temple of Fiends. But if I recall, we haven't seen any place called the Temple of Fiends, have we? No, no. We no, haven't. No? Uh also I think it's just named differently in my game. And <laughs> so if that's like a surprise or whatever in your version, like oh. kinda doesn't work here because they're like, you must go to the Temple of Chaos. Oh, they do say it? Okay. Which is just literally it's like, oh yeah, that was like the first place that we went. Well I think I th- I think the way it worked in the NES is that it was the Temple of Chaos, and then they were like, No, you have to go to the Temple of Fiends where everything is meeting, which is in the center of the world. And like yeah. it's pretty much in the center of the world, the Temple of Chaos. And I think the idea is that like, oh, it's not just the Temple of Chaos chaos it's the yeah. also the temple of the fiends Hell but yeah. i mean as good a twist as that is but i mean actually though it is kind of neat that the first dungeon is actually the last dungeon i like that a lot i think that's a really a really good thing because i mean just thinking back to like when we first went there and like me going there with like no weapons and not <laughs> understanding how the game really works all that much and like walking in and just instantly getting decimated by garland like, yeah Rest in peace to that party whose name I completely <laughs> already forgot. <laughs> now we're like, yo, the, those wolves with like five HP, I'm gonna go fuck them up. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't really run into any uh, low-powered enemies on my way there. Would have yeah. been, been pretty fun. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, so did anybody have to do anything before we go to the uh, Temple of Fiends or the Temple of Chaos? Uh, I went and used the Adamantite or whatever yeah. to get that, that sweet, sweet Excalibur. Yeah. Did you go uh, back into that's... the uh, floating fortress and get the katana? I did. In my game, it's called the uh, Sasuke. Ooh. Uh, Sasuke. Um, and it Sasuke. fucking kicks ass. Hell yeah. Love to hear it's it. Really, really fucking good. It's a good weapon. Yeah, there's really not like too many side quests or anything before we go to the temple. I guess because it's like it's Final Fantasy 1. Like, you can't ask him for too much. Yeah. And uh, I mean, aside from that, went and fought Warmech and was able to take him down with like my entire party staying alive. But I basically just poured all of like the stats into my uh, my knight and was using holy and uh, nuke or flare or whatever like Hell over yeah. and over again. So sounds good. All right, so we ready to go? I'm ready to go back to the temple of chaos, which, if I remember right, is what we called our bathroom break on the first episode too. So. Oh yeah, you we know. did. So the first go. and only time we used that as a reference when we thought it was going to be more of a. <laughs> so we're going to go back and flush all the toilets and put all. I feel the, like uh, Alex's bathroom is the temple of chaos because that's usually where we record. So we haven't yeah. been able to to visit it as much because oh, we haven't right. been over there. So that's we right. got to go back to the temple of chaos. We're coming over, Alex. That's because we were the, there on the first episode. We got to go back. <laughs> that's because the crystal of epidemiology lost all of its shine. <laughs> that's a good joke. Um, anyway, uh, parking is really easy this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just park that's right fair. up front. Part of yep. me wanted to like 
park at Cornelia and then like make the same trek back just for you know like bookending like oh this was the start of my journey this yeah the start of the adventure or whatever, yeah. do the same thing and then I was like fuck that shit I don't have time for that <laughs> you know <laughs> you it is just parked, parked right there. next to it yeah parked I, right next to it I will in. say there's a lot of like like in the way of like what you were just saying there was like a nice nostalgia to being back on the first area because remember like we couldn't even leave the first area until the bridge got built so like this was our tutorial area we spent some time here yeah and like that's, it was, that's it's, pretty cool it's really elegant i think um yeah i i really really liked that part of it yeah absolutely i think especially for like the first rpg in the series and an nes rpg like it's yeah it's very nicely done uh, it, it really kind of hits a chord uh uh, no pun intended, but coming up here, uh, like in the first room that we get to, or I think it's the first room. I, I can't remember, but uh, the, uh, we'll get to that when we get there. The original one we fought Garland in. Yeah, but um, just like I forget where it is, but there's a room coming up that we need a key item for. Oh yes, yeah. yes there is indeed. So, All right, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. that a little bit. So uh, Temple of Chaos, same thing. The same as we left it, right? There's rooms in the four corners that have nothing now because we had the magic key a long time ago and we've already gotten rid of all of it plundered we already plundered it but there's those bats you remember those bats oh shit yeah yeah did you talk to the bats i mean no i didn't talk to them i i did not talk to the bats oh you didn't talk to the bats these bats don't say key key anymore like <gasps> they used to because it turns it turns out we couldn't understand their leafinish language. <laughs> oh, my mind is seriously fuck fucking you. blown no. right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, like holy uh, fucking shit. You remember so, when we went to the Leifenheim or whatever, and like Leifenheim? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the name of this. <laughs> but they were yeah, like that's where the mansion was. And, yeah, uh, and they said that the Sky Warriors were turned into bats and like scattered across yes. the world. These are the Sky Warriors. They were in the very first dungeon. They were the bats in Garland's room. He's been that, he was keeping watch on them. That is so fucking cool. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. No, so wait, so I want to go back to another thing just because this is the episode of bookending that so, we said early on. Remember when I was like trying to like not use any like walkthroughs or anything like that and I was like I'm yeah. just going to play it like playground rules and read the manual. Do you remember what the manual said? No. It was giving a tip about how to play the game and go through when in Cornelia. Oh, talk, talk to people talk to and animals. Including the animals. And we haven't really seen any animals in this game other than, You're like, right. I mean, if you maybe dragons, if you want to get into that slippery slope of a conversation. About <laughs> dragons are <laughs> um, <or> people. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I think the only animals in this game that we've actually seen are bats. Yeah. And it's, and Holy it, fucking shit, dude. Turns That's, out that we just couldn't speak their language before. That is really dude. good. And that while I'm on the pod, I'm actually going to go see what they say in mine. Okay. Yeah, I kind of want to do the same. So as I went in there, I started talking to him. One, the first one says, Help, the fiend's curse turned us into bats. With the orbs shining anew, we can once again speak. You must. Uh, the other one, the next one says, You must travel back in time 2,000 years. Now, with the orbs shining, stand upon the time gate. Uh, the next Ooh. one says, the four fiends' power is rooted in 2,000 years ago. The real enemy is actually in that time. Um, the other one says, when the four orbs cover the black orb in the center of this palace, the time gate will open. And the last one says, we are the five lost sky warriors. 400 years ago, we battled against the cause of all this destruction. 
So there we have it. How about that? Holy shit, that's mm. fucking wow. wild. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I'm serious. Like, my mind is seriously, like, blown. At that. But, <laughs> so there's been a lot of bats in this game that said Kiki Kiki. I knew they were the... I, I figured, like, oh, hey, there's five bats here. Like, I remember. Like, they must be the guys. But I did not think to actually talk to them, though. That's really good. Especially for, like, a game at that time. I know. I mean, not that, like... Like, clearly, people were telling and writing, like, incredible stories already, right? They have been for hundreds of years and everything. But, like... Yeah. In a NES RPG, like again, whose whose only competitor is like Dragon Warrior at the yeah. time, right? Like this is incredible storytelling. Yeah, that's, shit not shit not Dragon Warrior again. That's like I mean Final <laughs> Fantasy. I mean I, I guess like we talked about like the the various twists in Final Fantasy VII, like a whole bunch and and how great that was. But I mean it makes sense that like from the beginning they were kind of doing that shit. Like, yeah. The right? first area you go to and you're like, oh, bats, that's cute. They say, you know, they have dialogue because you would hear a bat squeaking. Right. Okay, I'm going to talk to them. In oh. my version, it says, we are sky people. We came to this shrine in our attempt to locate the source of the world's ruin. That was 400 years ago. Uh, that's what one of them said of it. Um, the curse of the fiends changed us into this form and prevented us from speaking. The light of the crystals has enabled us to speak again. Okay. Not because we actually speak their language. Yeah, I I kind of like the uh, I like the other thing where we can now speak their language. So well, it that's definitely my does. It. Yeah. It, now that we have all four crystals, I guess we can talk to them. Maybe maybe it had to be both because they are Leafenish well, and they also couldn't if, speak without the crystals. <laughs> they're animals. I, I mean, if you came if you came here af right after we got Rosetta Stone or the slab, I'm sure they would not say shit. I agreed. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. The power the four fiends were absorbing from the crystals was being fed into the past by the black crystal. The one distorting the beautiful light of the crystals is the one we've been looking for all along. The true root of all evil lies just ahead. Oh my god, we're gonna fight Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Turns <laughs> out it's man. Yeah. <laughs> shine the light of the four crystals on the black crystal in the center of the chamber. Doing so will open a time portal to this shrine as it existed 2,000 years ago. Nice. Hell yeah. And, and there's one other guy. Hold on. He's like, I am Lucan. The light. The light of the four we've been seeking all this time. That light will open the time portal. The portal right. will transport you to the years of past to the beginning of the time. The beginning of the time loop. Okay, cool. All right, I'm, I'm going to give you a storyline theory. Okay, so that bat or that bat, the Sky Warrior. I don't know what to call them. They just said that stepping in the time gate is going to take us to how the temple looked two thousand years ago, right? Yes. And what I think is happening here is where is when like. You have a room in your house that gets so dirty and fucked up that you're just like, I'm just going to take everything out of it. Or you get like a rug that gets so dirty that you're like, I'm just going to throw it away. Because those floors aren't even in the temple anymore. They are so gummed up and crapped up that whoever the true evil is is like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm just going to go back 2,000 years again and <laughs> just do it again. Hell yeah. <laughs> that seems like a lot of work to clean this place up. It's like me just... Uh Every day, tempted to just delete my island at Animal Crossing and start. It fresh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Alex has traveled back time in time. Loop. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm reading the uh, the bat dialogue in mine. And the the battle log, yes. The battle log, and this one says, uh, "Let's do the time warp again." <laughs> and then another one says, "It's just a jump to the left." <laughs> <laughs> 
God damn it. <laughs> and then and then Meatloaf appears and Hell it's yeah. fantastic. And he gets killed like in every movie he's in. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. His name was Robert Paulson. Was that Meatloaf? Yes. Yeah. Get out. That's amazing. Yeah, it big is. yeah, big uh what is it? Bob. Bob. Big, tit, big tit Bob. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I had no idea. Rip. R.I.P. May he rest. Um, yeah. So we can get to the Chaos Temple now. That's cool. That's what's up. Hell yeah. We just, uh, yeah, we step onto the Chaos Black Orb. It's, it's, it was looks like some mine. Yeah. It looks like an emerald in mine. Some sort of Chaos, chaos emerald. emerald. <laughs> <laughs> it does look like a black orb in mine as well. And um, No, it's also, an, it's also an orb. It's the same one that uh, all the fiends like broke out of. Yeah. I will say, this is just my advice for people playing the game. Get the spell warp or exit. Because you may get real hurt in here and want to yeah. leave. So yeah. I feel like this temple is all, it can almost be looked at as like run based. Where like, did you have a good run to the end of it? Okay, you can go ahead and fight the final boss. Did you get real messed up? Yeah, maybe we're back and just try it again and go for a better one. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if it tough. was um, a combination of uh, like luck and being a little over leveled from you know level grinding to fight Warmech or anything, but I was actually able to complete it in like one go through. But really? it was also yeah, but I was also kind of going very slow and deliberately and healing every turn. So okay, that's cool. Yeah. So we get to uh yeah, so we go back in time. Go back in time. The go Chaos Temple is now nice and fresh. Pretty yeah. featureless, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It I, is kind of chaotic though because um, there are a few stairs, and I've noticed throughout this dungeon, uh, the stairs don't actually correspond to where you pop out on the next floor, which is really confusing. We should we should like illustrate some kind of like image of what the Temple of Chaos looks like on the outside. It's like a weird like brutalist structure where like all the weight is like uncentered right <laughs> uh but yeah, yeah yeah so the first floor i feel like looks like a temple pretty much yeah um also in my game uh i can see outside when i go into the past like i can see the grass outside of the temple yeah Same. us too it looks it looks nice i was like oh man things were nice in the past this is real nice yeah they were still <laughs> green yeah how about that? That color, that color hasn't existed in 1,000 years. <laughs> There's a blockbuster across the street. <laughs> <laughs> and not a single person on their cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> not a cell phone in sight. Not People just living in the moment. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, yo, so I don't know how y'all feel, but I feel like the enemies here started getting pretty rough for yeah. me. For sure. Um, like, I would get... It is yeah, very rough, yeah. Yeah, like, I would get in fights with them, and, like, they would be able... Like, if they all just happen to attack the same character, like, that would be that character. They're done now. Yeah. Um, which, if they hit your white mage, I mean, which, luckily, like, if you have your mages at the bottom, they only have a 12.5% chance of getting targeted anyway, so it's very unlikely to happen, but it could, and there were several times where, like, the second party member would be targeted each time and just be wiped out. Nothing I could do about it. I didn't have any chance to prevent it. For me, uh, it was luckily it was never my white mage, but my black mage was getting hit pretty regularly. So there would be a lot of uh, instances where there'd be, like, a full party attack. And most of my party had, like, enough protection to where they wouldn't really get damaged all that much. But, like, it would do, like, 100 to, like, 120 on my black mage. Yeah. And he only has, like, 330 HP. So that's, like, 
he gets hit three times with that and he's just done. And sometimes the, the, it would be like a party of like three or four like dragons deep or whatever. And I'd just be like, well, this sucks. <laughs> That's all yeah, Alex smiled like at that too. <laughs> a couple dragons deep. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's a few times where I would get just completely swarmed by uh, like just a group of white dragons and they would just hit me with ice storm. Yep. Like repeatedly, all four of them. Yeah. It just hits all four. Mm-hmm. Which is just four attacks in the entire party. Yeah, yep. it's it's absolutely brutal. So that's what I was saying. Like there, it almost seems like there's a factor of luck in getting down to the bottom of this tower. Definitely, um, it is a worthwhile time to use the life spell or the life two spell. Yes, um, and the life spell for that matter. Uh, and I mean, now I think can the red mage cast life? The red wizard. I'm not sure. I don't have one of those. Oh, I can't nope. remember either. Well, Alex, you can cut out the next two or three seconds of podcast audio because I'm going to go look it up so I don't seem like a fool, like a dad well, um, fool. Yeah, while you're doing that, I can read my uh, my dialogue for like the crystal if you want. Because uh, I'm looking I'm looking at my screenshot here and I see like the bats in the thing and I was like, I was so close. Why didn't I try talking to them? Um, but yeah, they're probably, uh, yeah, they're probably really upset that you just fucking snubbed them. Like, hey, dude. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> hey, dude, you can finally hear us. And I'm just like, no. Nah. I got, I got shit to do, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it, um, I, I thought that this was the only exposition. Like I was very much like, Oh, it's an NES game. So it makes sense that this is the only like story that we get. And it just says the four crystals were laid over the black crystal. The tide of time advances to engulf you and the dimensions begin to twist just one step further to the edge. And I'm about to break and, and I'm about to break <laughs> and you will travel 2000 years back in time. So we're getting ready to fly back in time. We're getting ready to go back in time. There, there is a nice little animation too when that happens with the, uh, with the like orb, uh, where like orb. a beautiful like purpley light kind of like shines out from it. Nice little effect. I love a good purpley light. So, what do you find out about the the red mage, buddy? Oh, I found out that uh, the red wizard can indeed cast life. Nice, so, that's huge. That's huge. So you can get life on your white wizard and your red wizard, and life too on your white wizard. And that is a great thing to have for this dungeon. Because if your white wizard does get KO'd, at least you can revive them without immediately having to resort to using exit and then going back and trying again. So, Because I actually had my characters die a couple times on the way down. Yeah, I I definitely had a couple of uh, character deaths, but I had enough life spells to, like, get by and to heal up. And again, there was a couple of times where, like, I would bring down the uh, enemies that I was fighting to just one who wasn't doing, like, devastating attacks at all. And then I would be, like, only attack with, like, one of them. Like, usually my my knight could take down pretty much anything in a single shot. Uh, And then it would just be, like, healing helm, healing helm, healing staff. So, like... Yeah, yeah. Which is like around sixty HP each turn you could get. So, yeah, right, right, pre- right. That was that was pretty much the only reason why I went through um, as easily as I did. Yeah, I would say there. There's also some floors where the um, the battles aren't as bad as the other ones, and I yeah. kind of did a similar thing where I was like, you know what, I'm going to take each one of these battles. I'm going to use at least two healing turns each time, or something like that, just to make sure that I can get out of this floor with the most HP possible. So that that is a good idea. I, I use that strategy as well. Yeah. Um, so we climb our way up to the third floor, 
first. Are we going up or down? Me. I don't know. So we're going up first. Okay. I think it's I think it's worth kind of just talking about like the general layout of how this place works. Uh, it, it seems like it would just be a normal um, dungeon, but there's certain points where you have to like go up and mm-hmm. then go across a hallway and then go down, and there's certain hallways that are blocked off. So there's yeah. a lot of kind of backtracking. Not not as bad as I thought it was going to be when I was like looking at the the map and everything, but there is there's a, a lot of misleading outs. Like it's a very vast. There's a lot of it's not really like yeah. a confusing layout, but it's very big, so it kind of takes a while yeah. to find where you're supposed to go. Yeah, e- yeah. each of the maps are kind of like I think they're all rectangular as well, and it's mm-hmm. and but they're large. Like you're saying, they're very large, and like they're maze like paths to get through them. And so it's yeah. kind of like you're just taking like like little mazes each time, like little rectangular mazes that you're trying to get to to find. Yeah, the and a lot of times there there can lead to like two or three dead ends, and like there's only one path forward that you can get to, and right. that like really sucks. Like that's I, I definitely recommend just looking at a map while going through this because, like we said, like last week or two weeks ago or however time exists now, because you know we're we're flying through time during this quarantine, <laughs> but um, like there's not really too much, especially in this dungeon in terms of like benefiting you to like go and be like, Oh, well there's an interesting thing here that I see, or, Oh, there's a robot or a bat that I can talk to or anything. Like, I think it's just all empty and like, there's a couple of chests with a couple of good items, but there's, there's not too many chests in this dungeon. There are some, but for the most part, there's not really a ton going on here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and when you can walk into a party of like four dragons that just instantly kill your entire party, it's definitely not <laughs> worth like not just making a beeline for wherever you have to be. Agreed. Completely agreed. Um, yeah. So the, there are a few stairs that go down from the first floor, but they don't really lead anywhere. Yeah. Um, but until we get to the third floor in which we see a, like a plaque in the middle of a, a shrine yes. in, the, in the center of this floor. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, we get to the center room, and uh, in mine it's cool because there's like six just brutal fucking statues in it, and just a ton of money. There's like forty five thousand gil in two chests. That's like a fairy. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's that's almost a whole fairy. I can afford a fairy. That's almost for this. half an old materia. <laughs> I could put I could buy a fairy and put it through college with this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. There's there's a big uh, I don't want to say a big stone. I don't want to say the word. I don't want to. I don't want to summon Ramses Tablet. again. Tablet. There's a big. There's a big. It's a big old iPad. <laughs> it's a big old Kindle where you can get right. George's book. Now, and I'm kind of curious what the text for it is in y'all's game because in mine it just says there is a stone plate on the floor. You sense something evil, and that's it. Yeah. Does y'all say anything else? Mine says pretty much the same thing. It says a stone plate rests on the floor. It seems to emanate an evil force. Yeah, mine's probably said the same thing. Yeah. So there's really like it doesn't say what you need to use here, right? Like, do you guys no, have any? It says nothing. nothing. I actually had like a brief moment of panic too, because again this week I was like running kind of short on time and I was trying to get this done on a time frame. You mean like and two hours ago when you when you were yeah, like, okay, yeah, I'm yeah, doing yeah, the yeah. temple of chaos now. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> it it took a lot longer to get to Warmech than I anticipated, which I also <laughs> did er- earlier today. <laughs> but, Is this the um, same thing as uh, the when you had to use I forget what item it was to get the airship? Did yeah, yeah, have, yeah. Did you have to do it manually? I did. Uh, yeah. Yes. Mine was automatic. 
Oh, again. interesting. Yeah, because I walked in and I saw that, and then I like had a moment of fear where I like saw the rest of the temple ahead of me, um, because I'm also using mind prophecy, aka walkthroughs.gov, <laughs> and um, I was like, oh fuck, this is like way more dense than I thought it would be. These enemies are way tougher than I thought they would be. I'm having more trouble. Like now, I need to go and find a fucking key item. Do I have to go through another dungeon or something? Yeah, like that? Right. And I was like, wait a second, there was a key item. That we got way early that we did nothing. In the nothing very with. first episode. Man, mm. is this is this the end of this game? Just Ooh, tying everything so up. God, <laughs> how so cool good. is it? Yeah, uh, it, it was a really good moment of being like, holy shit, that's that's awesome that they brought the that The MacGuffin, back. or whatever, the Chekhov's, yeah. Chekhov's yeah. loot. Yeah, Chekhov's <laughs> loot! <laughs> <laughs> play, play us a tune on your loot, Alex. I'm trying. <laughs> I haven't learned. <laughs> I had all season to fucking learn mm. learn recorder. Just do 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 do. And, it, and if you tweet at <laughs> if you tweet at us with what a loot is, we'll know you haven't listened to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see it. Don't want to see it. I don't anyway, want to see uh, that shit. It's an F loot. An F loot. <laughs> Can we get some some Fs in the chat? <laughs> That's incredible. Okay. The um, have returned to chat. Nature is healing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. Um, yeah, so when I use the loot, it just says, the tune plays and the stairway is revealed. <laughs> you did, it. So wait, that that makes me think that you just pick it up and start playing Stairway to Heaven on the loot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't learn a song or anything unless it was like, we can just play anything. Yeah, we just get it out and like really crabbly. We're just like. Anyway, I'm going to grab my loot real quick if everyone else is doing it. I'll show you mine if you show me yours. <laughs> I showed you my loot. Now answer me. <laughs> so uh, my loot is a uh, Dan Electro. Um this is the song that you have to use to open the tablet. <laughs> ah. Just a castaway. It's taking down Warmick. <laughs> I really like that riff and it's fun to play. So I used to just play it anytime I picked up an acoustic guitar around my <laughs> bandmates. And it was, it was just funny. It was funny to me. It's funny to me. You had to be there. You had to be there. Um, no one was ever at my shows so no one was there for it sorry that's okay i'm just kidding <laughs> I, was, I was like trying, i'm, like, I'm relaxed song, it. <laughs> um okay so now we're allowed to go further in you know it's kind of weird actually now that i think about it we've already gone back in time it's odd that there's then a barrier that we have to use a key item for it's like this yeah. is just the mm. secret escape route pretty much right yeah, yeah. to the basement mm. yeah yeah, I can't remember what the dialogue was for the That's loot. why Garland had to go back in time. He didn't have the fucking loot that Princess Sarah had because he was like, I can't get into my own fucking basement. I've been trapped in the top floor of my fucking castle for 2,000 years. I may as well just go back in time, I guess. Yeah, so Princess Sarah was riding uh, on horseback with Impa. And as we went past, uh, she threw the loot of time into the <laughs> moat that leads to Cornelia Castle. And then Garland came out and he was like, little boy, did you see a white horse ride past here? I have never gotten past Jabu Jabu's belly. That's fair. 
Sorry. That's directly after Jabba Jabba's Belly. The first time I ever got into Jabba Jabba's Belly, I clipped inside of it. Ooh. And I thought you had to carry Princess Rutu back out through the mouth. Because I didn't know how <laughs> video games worked because I was a kid. And Save it for next season. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I uh, got very okay, frustrated because I couldn't get back This is longer than I thought it was, so I'm going to read it later. No, I know. Mm. For later. <laughs> Okay. But uh, yeah, so this uh, we the slab tablet the iPad has moved and now we can descend into the basement. That's right. Um, so yeah. we are getting ready to get into the shit pit. Um, Wait, did your guys uh, uh, loot play a song? Mine did. I think mine did as well. I if I remember correctly, I might be misremembering. I'm but, gonna be honest with you. I think I did it at work on a conference call, so I probably didn't have the. Audio <laughs> Mine just play the prelude. Yeah, I was gonna say it plays the the prelude. Gotcha. I um. It doesn't sound anything like a flute. I <laughs> while I was doing work today, I was watching streams. <laughs> like I had streams on one monitor while I was like filling out paperwork. How and dare you do that? Who would do such a thing? <laughs> All good, the time. Good thing this is a uh, audio medium. They'll never know. They'll never see me pointing at myself. <laughs> but I was going to say, because we're getting ready to get into the absolute shit of it, should we take a quick, our last break? Our last break of the season. Puts me one step I think closer to the end. And I'm about oh, to. Wait, wait, we have one more. We have one more break tomorrow. Well, that's tomorrow. I mean, next tomorrow, week. Tomorrow, that's yeah. fair. We'll probably be recording in relation to when this episode comes out tomorrow. True. That's fair. Okay, let's. We're, let's we're, we got a time loop going uh, on here, Yeah, boys. see you later. Let's go to the end. Play my, um. Play my all squealy version of the end theme here. <laughs> here we are on the Temple of Chaos. We're working our way down to the basement. It's coming to you live from the Temple of Chaos. <laughs> the whole world is now the Temple of Chaos. Madison Square Shrine. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we go to the basement and we, for some reason, again, can see the grass outside. Even on this floor, there okay, is, there's really? like a. I think it's just like, black yeah. in my game. Yeah, well, the grass is in, actually in the center. I can see in my in this one in the basement. Interesting. It's not on the outside, but yeah, it's on. Look at mine. That's weird. That's very weird. That's no, just but, a green screen, so you can put Shadow the Hedgehog holding up all the Chaos Emeralds behind you. <laughs> <laughs> we got the slab open. We go down a ladder, and we then we go down another stairs. And then we're in yeah. the basement, right? Right, right. Now we're in the basement. Um, so these next couple floors, I feel like they're not exactly gimmick floors, I guess, but they all have like their own neat little layout, I guess. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this one. So, oh, the other thing, too, is these floors all have specific types of enemies that yeah. have certain elements to them. It's a little yeah. nostalgic. Oh. Mm. I was like, Indeed. huh, this seems familiar. Yeah. Yeah. So we start seeing all these earthen enemies and ground and like, type oh enemies. right i hate these fucking enemies because i had a nightmare when i had to fight them last time yep but yeah. now they're they're now there's now there are two of them yeah, yeah. yep and now they're yeah, a lot stronger and stuff that was um, a star wars reference sorry well no i mean it's true yeah. though they do come in like larger packs now i thought it was um, a halo reference when they found out there was more than one halo oh now there are two two of them Molnir armor in that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, in this, on this floor, basically, we're just trying to work ourselves to the southeasternmost corner by taking mostly the eastern path first. Is that right? 
something like that. Okay, fantastic. I, thought, I love the I thought, first basement floor. We're working our way uh, clockwise, basically, because it's yeah, the, the stairs. Yes. yes. Um, but we're working nine to five. <laughs> uh, it's more of like a seven to four. Is it? Do we start in the bottom? Yeah. Okay. Now we're here. It <laughs> started from the bottom. Now we're here. Uh, yeah. So. so, yeah, basically, uh, like the way that this whole, like I was saying before, uh, there's kind of a lot of backtracking and a lot of like weird kind of like navigation that you have to go through and like up and down different floors because there's a lot of hallways that are like blocked off. So mm-hmm. you kind of need to like get around that by going up and down. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some nasty surprises for us coming up. Yeah. In that, uh, so you remember like when we fought like all the fiends, they would be in a clearly delineated room that like is obviously the boss room yeah. for those dungeons. Yeah. So they just appear on blank tiles yep. in, in these floors. So we have our second encounter with the lich. Hell yeah. Yeah. Just before we step onto the stairs. Going- right before it. Yeah. Oh my God. What a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like just about to get to the next floor that we need to go to, and bam, he's back, and he's tougher. Yo, he is so much tougher. Yeah, like actually, like I mean, I guess it makes sense because he was the first one we fought, but I feel like he clearly has the largest jump in difficulty in yeah. between his original form and this one. Well, I, yeah, I, because he has to catch up to us. Right, right, right. <laughs> I, and I do like the um the kind of like narrative uh way that that makes sense, where like. When we fought him, he was like what four hundred years. I mean, I oh, guess I, he was uh, he was much older then, so much more like you know his power has probably nimble. dwindled. And now we're like two thousand years in the past, so he's like probably in his prime of being yeah, a good lich. point. So like of being a lich, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so holy shit, yeah, he's he's tough. Yeah, he's real tough. When I came out of this battle, I think I had like two characters alive, and that was it. Yeah, I was just like, "Oh my god!" So yeah. he can rack up damage really, really fast. He has a host of spells. He can cast all of the three spells, like Ice Three and that stuff. Uh, he has some one-hit KO moves. Yep. He's a jerk. <laughs> yeah, he. Um, I, I remember like seeing him and being like, "Ah, oh, this guy, no problem." I, I was definitely like caught off guard. Uh, Cause I didn't like, I didn't do this typical thing that I would do of like dumping all of like the stats on the fighter and then uh, building up defenses and stuff. And then like, I got hit with one attack, I think. And like my black mage almost died. And I was like, Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So kind of tough, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he looks good. It's good to see him again. <laughs> you look good. He, yeah, look, he looks, you look he good. Looks How good. you been? How you you holding up all right? No, because now he's dead. Um, I will say it. this. I don't know about the other versions of the game, but because this is a tile-based encounter, if you try to walk back over that tile, you fight him again. I did, just to make sure. <laughs> oh, okay. I did not because I was pretty sure that that was going to be the case, and I was like, yep. I, can't, I can't fight these guys more than once. So for yep. me, I was like, oh, hey, the lich is here. Nice surprise. And then I went <laughs> to the second floor. And I started noticing that there were a lot of fire enemies, and I was like, "Okay, you don't think that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, this isn't we, a pattern, is it?" And, we uh, got ourselves sh- a, a classic Mega Man boss rush. <laughs> yeah. Oh baby. <laughs> but I, in terms of that though, like I do think that this is a really good way of like fitting in a boss rush and not just having it be like like in Mega Man Two when it happens, you're like, 
I have to fight all these fucking guys that I already killed again. Like what? Dr. Wily just has like spare ones floating around. Like what the fuck? <laughs> like doesn't make any sense. If he has that many, why isn't he just throwing them all at me at once? Like, <laughs> he makes me have to go to them he didn't to then kill them. Because he didn't invest in those like team building workshops. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in this, you're like, oh, okay, well, I actually have to go back in time and prevent all of this shit from happening. So Back when all the fiends s- lived together yeah. as roommates. Yeah. Wait, you have to do what, Carl? You have to go back, back in, in time. time. All right. Uh, <laughs> the four fiends lived together in harmony. Then everything changed. <laughs> 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 Yeah, the lich is a oh real rock. You're just like you're just hanging out in your floating castle, and then the fucking warriors of light come up and fucking kill you. And it's like no one told you life was gonna be this way. <laughs> Marilith is such a Phoebe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, smelly boss. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. So uh, actually, before we get to Marilith, though, like you were saying, there's uh, fire enemies on this floor. Um, and there is some equipment. So in the last dungeon that we were in, in Tiamat's dungeon, you could get the katana there. If yep. you missed it, there's an extra katana here. Yeah. Hmm. So you or if you that. have, for some reason, two ninjas. Or you if know? you have two ninjas. Although in your game, it might not work that way because it takes the value out. If you like your sword, you can keep it. <laughs> nice, nice sword. Want to bring I'm it to just, the White House? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just frowning. Um, <laughs> There's also the pro cape and the pro ring here. Uh, pro caper. Yeah, so the, the, yeah, the protect cape, I think, is mm. like a shield for the mages, right? We could mm. also get that in the last dungeon as well. Yeah, which I also didn't get. Because I, I guess there were still some things. good, But I was like, okay, I don't need to get the katana. Um, and I don't need to get the, the cape. And I like continued on. And then I like tried equipping the cape. And I was like, oh shit, I never got the first cape. <laughs> Um, yeah, so there's those things. There's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, Which will be very useful after we get through this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Stockpile as much as you can. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then we worth. fight... <laughs> and then we fight Marilith again yeah. uh, before we're able to exit to the next floor. Speaking of uh, money and with this boss rush, um, they drop one gill. Yeah. Yeah. Also, before Yeah, I this, was wondering if that was the thing because I, um, on the last floor I encountered a, um... Not an evil eye, but a death eye. Death eye, yeah. No, so this, I think, I forget what floor it's on, but yeah. Actually, the, the NES version bosses did drop money. But oh, sorry, really? go ahead. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we get a death eye, which is a much, much more difficult version of the uh, evil eye. It's green. Uh, like, the one that we would always, you, know, you can go back and power level with. It's green, it's a gry. It's a gry. Grievel, grievel. <laughs> grievel um, eye. Grievel, Knievel. Um, <laughs> but it, um... It it used gaze and somehow connected and killed my fighter, who I had just Oof. dumped a bunch Ugh. of stats into, and I was just like, "Oh, this is gonna be a, a rough dungeon." Because this happened even oh, before man. the lich. That sucks. That sucks. Yeah. Um, so I, I was able to take him down though, and, and use life too. So it wasn't it wasn't a huge loss. But speaking of, how was this boss fight for you? Uh, mm. pretty pretty easy. I mean, it seemed easier than the this lich. This one was pretty yeah. easy for me. But I also was more like, okay, I'm not fucking around. Like, they're not fucking around. I'm not fucking around. So I just, like, went hard instantly and, and took her down yeah. with relative ease. Well, so she only has three special attacks, and two of them are dark and hold. So 
it's not really that bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can like reduce some accuracy, but because of the way that like Final Fantasy One works, where it's like multiple hits, so you still may do damage even if you miss several of them. You can still do a lot of damage and like yeah. rack it up pretty quickly. So she actually wasn't that hard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So third floor. This is the floor I can never find the exit to for some reason. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Because like, there's like rooms north of you that don't go anywhere. Is that right? Um. Yeah. There's a lot of dead end rooms in here. Um. And they're yeah, like it's big mostly rooms dead too. ends. Yeah. It's mostly dead ends. Um. You. You don't even much have just, anything. The center room I was really confused about because it looked like there's like an altar. So in my game, yeah, with like a bowl in it, and I was like, this must be something. I guess we'll come back to this. Yeah, so there's actually that in on every floor, I think, and the first the first room that I actually went to before like finding anything, even like playing the loot, uh, I went up there and I, it like it looks like an altar, and I was like, oh shit, I think I like saw that you have to fight the lich again. Maybe this is like yeah, there's these different altars where you probably have to go and like summon them and then kill them and then you can go to like the final boss, but yeah, um, but no, it's just atmosphere for the sake of atmosphere. Yeah, like this looks very important. Do you like ambiance, dude? On your game, Alex, it looks like the fucking Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be like I have to light this torch thing, like at the Olympics or whatever. Yeah, real golden sun hours. (laughs) (laughs) My statues. Dude, we should do a podcast on golden sun. Dude, don't even fucking tempt me. I want to play golden sun again so goddamn bad. I've been listening to the soundtrack a lot too, just because you know Matui Sakuraba uh, and (gasps) holy fuck, is that Sakuraba? Oh, it's Sakuraba. Oh, no wonder it's so So good. So there's certain like times when you can realize that, like if you're in I think Venus Lighthouse and stuff, and you think of that like in relation to like the the theme for like Ornstein and Smo, you're like Uh, holy shit, yeah. So for I mean for those listening who aren't as into video game composers as as we are. Uh, Matoi Sakuraba is uh, the uh, composer for the Dark Souls series. Most of most of them, like definitely Dark Souls one. Here's here's all you need to know: Dark Souls and Star Ocean three. Listen to those two, and you will have the widest breadth that any composer has ever touched. Because one is like progressive jazz fusion, and yes. the other one is like sparse piano. Well, real quick, do you know, to go even deeper into that, do you know... Um, Alex, I'm so sorry. Go what ahead. else he did? <laughs> uh, no. Mario Golf 64. <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. God, that's fucking incredible. So, the the way I found that out, I was I was playing, like, years ago, I was playing uh, Mario Golf on Wii U, and I saw that it was Camelot, and I heard the music and the patches that he uses, and I was like, this sounds a lot like Golden Sun. And I was like, okay, Golden Sun was also Camelot, probably yeah. the same composer. And I looked up the composer, and I was like, holy shit, that's awesome. And somehow I missed that he did Dark Souls, and I played through <laughs> all of Dark Souls. And then when I found out he was, I was like, oh shit, the guy who did Golden Sun did Dark Souls. And then I was like, wait. The guy who did Dark Souls did Mario Golf. <laughs> yeah, so he fucking rules. He's also got his own like Prague albums that you can oh, listen to so on Spotify, good. and they're real good. If you're into Prague, like, but you know, it's not real good. Refighting the Kraken. Yeah, I actually didn't really have too much of an issue with the Kraken. I didn't either. I just wanted to get back into yeah, <laughs> just a segue. Yeah, but what's not good is this floor because like when you come out, you have to go into a like a small room and come out of another uh, door that's there, and then go to like just kind of continue south and keep going through doors until you yeah. make it to like the very bottom of the screen, and then mm. walk all the way right. 
Did you yeah. see those three tombstones in the center of this room? Yeah, so I got to those, yep. and it looks exactly the same as, like, or I thought it looked like the tablet that you had to play the loot for. So I was like, oh, yeah. maybe I have to use the loot again, and I, like, tried to, and, like, nothing happened, and I was just like, the fuck am I supposed to do here? <laughs> what a bunch of fucking teases. Yeah. Yeah, just a lot of uh, atmosphere. Yeah. So I did not have to do this, but I did it because, I don't know, I'm a loser. I threw up um, A-Lit on my party or well on some of the characters sure and which i didn't have to do but the kraken only can use ink or lightning too and so like i was like you know what i've never used this let's just use it and oh my goodness it's like you can't even lose at that point yeah (laughs) i was just like get out of here kraken i just saw you like Two episodes ago, get it, get it. I've got a, yeah. uh, a similar story for one of the boss fights coming up where I I was looking and it was like, oh, I can use null ice. And I was like, I don't know if that's really worth a turn. I have better magic that I can use. You and can I, use vanilla ice. Vanilla ice. Um, and I couldn't. I, I I didn't use it. And then the next turn, like the boss went first, and they used ice too. And I was like, oh no. And uh, it did, like, 30 damage to everyone in my party. I was like, oh, fine, that's fine. I don't care. <laughs> um, yeah, so Kraken, not too much of a big deal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so next... Basement floor. Basement floor, okay. Um, We're in B4. So there are two ways to immediately go in this uh, on this floor, right? This is yeah. a little more windy and close quarters but uh yeah there are a lot of more dead ends but where we but, where, where we want to end up is in directly east of where we pop so up. that's the thing yeah they're, um, they're, they're tighter dead ends too so it's not like you continue down a hallway for like several steps and then you're like oh there's nothing here like it's so, pretty obvious immediately yeah and the thing is though about this floor is that the actual direction that you want to go to get to the end of it is very short. If you like know the ways to go, you pretty much immediately get there. Due and I east. didn't do east. Just go due east. Stay just twice, and then then you're there. But I didn't know which one was which, and I was like, well, I guess I'm just gonna pick one. And the very first interchange, if you pick the correct one, you get into the fight with Tiamat. Yep. Right there. Yep. And again, if you step on the tile twice, you have to fight the boss twice. Yes. So once I walked past Tiamat, I was like. Well, I'm not fucking going back. I'm like, I'm not gonna fight. Of course, two more times. But why the fuck would you? Well, why would you? Because I locked myself out of one of the strongest weapons in the entire game, and the only thing that's actually useful in this entire temple. True. Which but is is it useful for you though? Uh, the yeah, the red wizard could actually equip it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna get a, a sword that we all know and love, a sword that we've heard of last season. Buster oh, that's sword. true. The Buster Sword. The Buster Sword. No, it's it's uh it's actually the enemy of the Buster Sword. It's the Masamune. Yeah, Sephiroth's weapon. The yep. long boy. The, the long boy. The real boy. long boy. You can poke. Okay, you can, real you quick. Can poke, you can poke your boss from without even moving. Real <laughs> quick, non non spoiler alert kind of thing or whatever. The one thing that out of the FF7 remake that I've played thus far, the one time thus far I've been like. Not, not that I've like said it's bad choices, but the one time I was like, that was a good directorial choice right there was when Cloud tries to swing his sword and hits it on the fucking door frame. Oh, <laughs> and I was yeah, like, that's, real good. that's a good scene. Yeah, that's <laughs> Doesn't that like, happen in Dark Souls? <laughs> yeah, that happens a lot in Dark Souls, yeah. It's <laughs> like, oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, that's, that's a good touch. <laughs> that's a yeah. good touch that he couldn't swing it because it's so big. <laughs> I like that a lot, yeah. Anyway, yeah, we so, get the yeah. Masamune. 
And it's it, it it literally made my ninja instantly like on par with my fighter. Yeah. Like, nice. My fighter right now has 71 attack and uh 141 um and some 41 accuracy. <laughs> and the Masamune brings uh my ninja up to 70 attack. So it's only got one attack. Like it's not as much accuracy or whatever, which I guess might be the critical hit thing because its criticals weren't as good, but yeah. It, it it's like now each turn I'm doing pretty much the same amount of damage with my ninja and my fighter. So I was like, oh, this same, even yeah. this or trivializes well, things even more. Right? Yeah, yeah. And Masamune, uh, Masamune. Oh yeah. And also on the NES version, it is either the last <laughs> or the next to last weapon in the list. So it's just criticals every turn. That's so much. good. It's devastating. But I didn't get it because I went yeah, past Tiamat no, first. fuck that. No, and I was like, I'm have, not yeah. fighting Tiamat again. This is, I'm already here. We're just going for it. Especially also, he's like blocking the hallway. He's not even like by the stairs, this one. <laughs> yeah. I know. The fucking asshole. He's always standing in the way. <laughs> I know. Yeah, like you could, you could risk like going to the stairway and being like, oh, wait, I need to go back. And then having to fight him to go back, get the sword, and then fight him a third time. Mm. Um, right, right. So I'm actually just looking at the pictures I took of the stats for the uh, Excalibur compared to the Masamune, and um, I'm reading the descriptions of both of them, and they're fucking hilarious. Okay. So Excalibur is just a sword of phenomenal strength. Makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. What could be better than that? Even though, so this <laughs> is one. This th- this is stronger than the Masamune. However. What could be greater than golf with a gator? (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Elephant. The elephant could be (laughs) greater. Um, But the Masamune is the mightiest sword of all. Ooh. Wow! What a what well, a, maybe two thousand years ago. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> what that's, a that's what a one-upsman that the yeah. <laughs> the Masamune is. at the time. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I literally just got the Excalibur forged like four minutes ago. So, so uh, Tiamat, um, I kind of had a lucky fight because I had so many criticals going, so I was able to take Tiamat down pretty quickly. Yeah, because um, I think maybe three turns with the fighter doing like criticals every turn is pretty much it. Yeah, mm. yeah. I was so, just going in Excalibur and Masamune raised, uh, so no problem at all. Slicing them, shredding yeah, them like cheese, sliced, baby. Sliced, sliced, <laughs> diced. Julian fried. <laughs> uh, anyway, TMI is Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> Canonical. Um, the worst yeah. of them all. <laughs> Could I have There's... any more heads? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, you get so we take the uh, the stairs down to one final floor. Yeah, <gasps> there's lots of load bearing pillars here. Yeah, yo. So th- uh, also, there's no encounters in this room, so you're free to walk around and enjoy those load bearing pillars as much as you want. Which I did. I walked around to the corners yeah, of the room. And the I was game, like, no, bre- easy breezy. We're done. Yeah, yeah, we're done. No That's fights. it. Uh, but yeah, so there's one more room in the center. The pillars are arranged in kind of a pentagram. I was just going to say, do you know why there's so many load-bearing uh, pillars? If you look at it from above, it's just a pentagram. Really? That Hell yeah. Yeah. Or a star of David. I don't know. Six stars. Six-pointed star. I yeah, say. I guess it is okay. more like a star of David. Okay. Star anyway. of Garland. So, star of Garland. <laughs> speaking of which, <laughs> uh, if we enter that center room, uh, to describe it in my game, there's like, it looks like a tiny row of bones that you have to walk between a flame and a gross hand covered in blood or something coming out of the ground huh. and a bunch of like demonic statues and a blood covered slab 
It's that's a little brutal, uh, more brutal than mine. It's kind of fucking cooler. metal as shit. Like, look, let's see if I can show you guys. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's cool as shit. Some ugly ass sprites in your game, dude. Dude, yeah, I, love I know. It. Uh, like, it's more ornate. Uh, it's just like there's these little like gold. I'm not sure what these are. They're just like little trim pieces. Um, oh, those trim there pieces. Are four, and there are four statues, one of each fiend, which yeah. I didn't even uh, notice until okay. just now. Mm. And then those more of those weird, just random statues, and then like a like a plaque in the middle of it. And in front of it is a familiar face. Oh, Shovel no. Knight. Shovel Knight. This Shovel Knight. He's dug too far. <laughs> uh, that's good. I really don't want to follow that up with anything now. <laughs> so we talk to Shovel Knight and he says, Well, don't you look familiar? Don't remember me? It's Gar it's Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> it's Garfield, and boy do I hate Mondays. Uh it's Garland. I had to two live through two thousand years of Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 2,000 years into the future, you killed me, but the four great forces sent me back in time, thus resurrecting me in the past. The wheel of time revolves eternally. I sent the four fiends of chaos into the future, and they shall once again send my future self into the past. 2,000 years from now, I will lose all memory of the past. Uh, but in that past, I will be reborn yet again. Your lives shall end here, and mine shall last forever. Oh, uh, nice. Hell so, yeah. yeah. So, we kind of get, like, the I final would say we get Garland's angle. It's kind of hard to say. It just sounds like immortality is kind of his jam. Yeah, like, assisted, it, assisted immortality uh, through, yeah. like, a time paradox mm. where... This is kind mm. of some interstellar shit, spoiler, where, like, it seems like there's a kind of symbiotic loop where, like... Because Garland sent the fiends forward in time, he was sent back in time to send them forward in time, and so on. So yeah, forth. exactly. Yeah. Like, it's like, almost like they're like assisting each other in a way. Like they're able to go into the future where they have power over the crystals through Garland's magic, and in exchange, after two thousand years, when Garland gets to their time, they throw him back in time so he can send them <laughs> from the past forward in time. Yeah. But I suppose, like in doing so, in a way, because he has such a long life. He's essentially living forever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, in other words, uh, there's always two. There's uh, the master and the apprentice. And Alex, mm -hmm. I just got that reference right this second. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. But which one did we kill? The master or the apprentice? Oh, Star Wars. Okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is Final Fantasy Episode 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm on it now. I'm with it. No, no bigs and wedge in this, but we're about to fight the final form of Garland, which is uh, Porkins. <laughs> um, I will say uh, my text in my game is pretty much the same so I'm not going to read all of it sure yeah I, mine's the same I actually first got really confused because I missed some of the dialogue boxes so I looked up a let's play and found there are two slight different versions of the Game Boy Advance version because God, which made me really confused I wonder if it's just like English English English, English and American English oh know. maybe uh, was, it was just slightly rewritten very okay. slightly okay does it say anything different um just like, do you remember me? I was once known as a Knight of Cornelia. 2,000 years ago from now, you killed me. I'm Garland. Oh, you did defeat me then. <laughs> I'm, Garland. <laughs> I'm Garland. I'm Garland. it's me, Garland. <laughs> 2,000 <laughs> years ago, you killed me. Prepare to die. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's exactly the same thing. In 2,000 years, I will remember none of this, but I will born again here. So even as you die, die again, I shall return. Um, born again to the endless circle I have created. 
Okay. In mine, but, well, but, oh. but he turns into Megazord first. <laughs> in, in mine, he's he turns a, into Goldar. In mine, yeah, I was gonna say it kind of looks like Goldar. But he, in mine, the only thing that was a little bit different was the final text box where he says, "After two thousand years, I will be forgotten, and the time loop will close." Which I think is like the idea that like he oh. can he can keep getting away with it, like forgotten in that way that no one is gonna remember and be able to stop him. Is interesting. How I, took that yeah and then he says i will live forever but you will meet your doom and nice. i was like oh. <laughs> oh hell yeah so he's gonna what was the thing he said i will knock you down i will knock us down i will knock you down <laughs> so yeah he it's said, over. this guy are sick <laughs> sickest this riff are sick <laughs> yeah so we're in a battle baby yeah, so yeah, yeah before, he did he transform in um before not, the battle for you? No, not in mine. Yeah, okay, he did so mine for mine he looks like normal little shovel knight and then he transforms into like the Actually, I would like to point one thing out if it's alright. No. No. Uh in my game, um no character in all of Final Fantasy One for the NES has more than one dialogue box. Oh wow. I guess it's some kind of technical limitation, mm-hmm. which is probably why when we were fighting the fiends and I was making that joke about, uh, oh, like the the person changes in the middle of the dialogue box, the ball breaks, and then the same dialogue box, I'm so-and-so, I'm going to defeat you, right? Because mm-hmm. I guess no instance can have more than one text box in the original NES. So the way they do Garland's multiple text boxes in this is he moves one step backward toward the slab in the middle every text box so you oh, talk to cool. him he steps one step away from you and you have to walk back up to him again and talk oh. to him again so i Whoa. guess they're like turning on and off sprites is probably what they're doing and then you're being allowed to walk on top of them and keep talking to him but it does make this interesting kind of cinematic feel to it too where yeah. he's slowly going back toward this tablet which almost makes it feel like the tablet or something is what's allowing him to change into this crazy goldar fucking demon angel yeah now that you mentioned that too there's something a little bit like that in my game too where when you walk in um you can kind of see him there and like the camera doesn't move all the way up like it doesn't just stay fixed on like your location and you Mm. talk to him and then it like tilts up to show him like perfectly and then you talk to him and i think he does like kind of like you move backwards and he walks towards you a little bit like when he's getting Mm. ready to transform yeah interesting yeah that's cool so yeah but uh, he he really does turn into like this weird gold demon, right? Yeah. And on mine, it looks like he has like skulls for knee pads or something. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's really how it is. Quite on ours. Wild. Yeah, and ours is very similar. And he's got like a bird face in his like abdomen. Oh yeah, he does. And these yeah. weird purple faces on his knees. Yeah, it's some really real. Oh my god, is he like a Zord? Is he a Megazord? He's a Megazord, but he's like a, yeah. I think he's like a Megazord of all the elements, or maybe all the yeah. Fiends. Yeah, that's real, cool. I never real Ultraman bad guy looking, real devil man. Yeah, he's got pauldrons. Yo, he does got some beautiful, beautiful pauldrons. Yo, he he must have stopped by fucking the Balder Dome, the <laughs> Dome. <laughs> off Route ninety five and got got himself some pauldrons. Pauldrons, pauldron, pauldrons, pauldron, pauldrons, You saying that just the Baldron Zone? You saying that just made me think of something. 
related to the Final Fantasy VII remake that I haven't thought of yet, but we cannot talk about it. It's right something now. you've never thought of yet that you remember. No, no, no. I thought about it before. <laughs> that's some real time loop shit. Yeah, some real time loop shit. No, it's something that I noticed and I was like, oh, that's weird. And then didn't think about it until literally this exact moment. So we'll t- I'll talk to you about Later. it when you. I am beat going the to game. play Final Fantasy VII remake. I promise. I promise yeah, I will get you on should. it. You okay. But, um, anyway, but we get in a fight with Chaos. Chaos is the final boss of the game, and I would say probably the hardest one. Took me yeah. a fucking forever. It, 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 harder than Warmech, I would say. Yeah, I, I think the thing is that, like, Chaos doesn't have maybe the speed of Warmech, or maybe, like, yeah. the just raw damage the firepower. Output. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he has a lot more... Uh, weapons up his sleeve and a lot more defense and a lot more yes. hp mm-hmm. and yeah, a lot yeah, more yeah. hp yeah so in my game he has 2000 which i know is probably like way less than your guys but that's 20000 yeah but that's the most like <laughs> that's that's double what warmack has yeah uh, in my game so he has a ton um now i was i was plenty well leveled up enough so it wasn't too bad and i think what offsets it a little bit is that we're now at the end of the game. We have all the best equipment. We have all the best spells. So we do have tools in the kit to be able to deal with chaos at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we have to use the tools. It's not going to be a matter of select attack, select chaos, win. Yeah. Like you have exactly. to use the tools provided now. At, at least in the NES, his AI, he has a little bit of a um, a cycle that he kind of goes through. A where loop, he can, as it a, were? A loop, indeed. Uh, but motherfucker casts cure four on himself if you don't beat him within so many turns oh, and he shit. goes back to full hp that fucking sucks <laughs> that well so for much. us i think it was um he uses that and he heals up to uh nine hundred thousand. no wait yeah like nine hundred nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. okay which is less than which doesn't isn't fully Basically, yeah, to make yeah, sure yeah. you're doing more than that before so it's probably, you cast it again. <laughs> it's probably the same values in yours, Curtis, except it it tops him off because his uh, ma- max the max HP. heal is yeah 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 that makes sense. Um, but for us, you're just trying to kind of just like um, with Warmack, you're just, for in our versions, we're just trying to kind of more stay damage. Of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like we got to make sure we can do about ten thousand damage per before you cast it again. What kind of HP does he have in your games? Twenty thousand for me. Let me look it up. He has 4,000 HP in the PlayStation version. Yeah, and, and I did steal on, on both of them. Uh, he, in his first move, uh, he killed my Black Knight just because it, I didn't have him Damn. popped off. I should have, I should have like, healed up before this fight, but I didn't. So, Sue did not, uh, did not last. Oh, no, no. Yeah, he took me, it took me forever, even though my characters are completely overpowered. Um, I was at the point because I have lots of shit in my inventory, just having my white mage just use mega elixirs every turn just to kind of stay ahead of the damage Hell, that he was dishing out. Because he yeah. would do like, yeah, almost sometimes if he had a critical, that was like seven or 800 HP. Holy oh, shit. Down. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's a real MF. Like, he, yeah. So I'm, I'm looking at his first attack and let's see what kind of damage he did. He, 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 my black knight had, or my black knight, my, uh, my black mage had 150 HP and he just died instantly. My Eesh. white mage had 500 HP and she was brought down to 39. Oh my and if God. And if she died, I would have just been fucked pretty much. Yeah. Um, so luckily I was able to use, uh, like the full cure on her, uh, and 
she survived for the rest of it but yeah he he dumped everyone down to like well below half their hp in the first turn yeah he's he's a real he's a jerk man he he could do some damage um and like you were saying oh so he has a very particular order in loop that uh, i found on on the um on the on the wiki which cycles between blazaga slora thundaga kiraga haste fireaga blizzara and flare um in that cycle always and then he also has a skill cycle that he sometimes does in middle of that which cycles between blaze tsunami cyclone earthquake Okay, yeah, I, I got hit by a lot of those. I also do want to say, Thundaga. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you for that, man. Um, Carl Germ, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so like you were saying, Alex, he has a lot of defense, too. Uh, so if you are not getting criticals, you're barely doing damage to him. And I yeah. feel like it's not even worth casting magic on him. Yeah, like, so yeah, I... He has a 200 magic defense in mine. I can't yeah. remember if I was able to get Flare off before um, before he killed my Black Mage, but I did Holy, and Holy did like 150. Really? Yeah, which, not really worth it. I, I used, I think I may have used Holy and done like 40 damage or something like Oof. that. Like I used some magic, and I was just like, nope. So I, from that point on, I was like, okay, Red Mage and White Mage are just healing. They're healing, and- yeah. Uh, and buffing, which I did mm-hmm. buff. So I was actually because like he has so much HP, I was able to get uh, fast deployed on my red wizard, my uh, monk or my master, and uh, the knight as well. So they were all like by that time they were all doing criticals, and I was rolling out some good damage, and it it wasn't too bad. Um, and but the white you know white wizard casting fog or protect to make sure people aren't taking as much damage uh, in viz to make sure I can dodge some hits. Hell and yeah. like I had the time to get all that up. So I kind of feel like if you can survive to that point, then you're fine. Cause you're going to have the damage output. You're not going to take so much damage that you're going to lose, but he can get really sneaky and get in there and just fuck you up before that happens. Yep. Uh, but you know, so it, it is kind of a matter of like being a high enough level and just being prepared for the fight. Uh, and I would say I, our guest last week was talking about this a little bit, how, because it's not an ATB game, it's a, you know, it's, it's, uh, um, randomized turns yeah. when, when you actually go into the fight, when you select heal with your white mage, you don't actually know how much healing you're going to be doing that turn. Cause if the enemy attacks first and they take out the white mage, well then you're not doing any healing mm-hmm. or maybe they attack first and they do more damage than you actually chose to heal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Oh, I used healed two instead of heal three but he did a, a an attack that hit everybody so now i need to use heal three instead so it might be useful for people playing the game to just go ahead and cast heal three like every time like don't even worry about it just cast the highest healing spell you have and you may get lucky and it may work and if you don't you know what it's the final boss who cares yeah exactly which also i i do want to point out that uh before getting to him i had maximum amount of gill finally i think yeah it was me like, too yeah it was like nine you know however many nines there are um and there's no reason to have gill at this point though right no not Correct. at all yeah. so like it makes sense that the the fiends would drop one gill because it's like you don't really i yeah. mean i guess you could grind and then go back to a town somewhere or something but and buy some potions i guess <laughs> yeah yeah what is there even to buy at this point yeah i i do also want to say that um I think it's hilarious, like the death eye, how like much more difficult it was when getting to it. And 
like being the thing that you power level off of and being the more i was like oh shit this might be another like power level thing before i go to the final boss and it gave me one experience and <laughs> one gill and i was like that's fucking brutal <laughs> um so yeah how do you i mean did you have any uh, other interesting experiences with the boss here not really uh, i thought it was uh, i thought it was pretty I, I i feel like final fantasy one in a weird way does balancing really well yeah um, especially by the end because like thinking about it, i'm like i just took down the super boss and didn't really struggle with it i was, went and power leveled and like did all this stuff but the last boss and the last dungeon was still a challenge i was kind of expecting to breeze through it and right. like and it was still challenging so i mean i yeah. guess the balance isn't as good if you don't do all of that stuff but like like i was saying before like you can rattle off like three free heals each turn so it kind of gets to a point where like if you have like patience you can easily get through like battles and just yeah get get a lot of experience points and heal your party up without having to use resources which is right. really really nice it is so you would not say that this dungeon was a baby's challenge definitely not i was expecting it to be a baby's challenge for sure <laughs> but yeah so uh yo chaos baby we we're fucking done. killed him we're done we did it credits we stopped, bye we everyone garland we stopped him bye. um yo and he has so on the NES, I don't, I don't know how it is on the other versions because obviously they had like better technology for this stuff. Garland gets a special death animation where oh, like sick. pixel by pixel on his fucking body just turns black over time, and you hear like a rumbling the entire time, like he's fading away, and it's like it's so slow, it takes forever, but it's so satisfying just yeah. to see all of his little pixels start turning black. I was just like. This guy's getting fucked. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah he just kind of disintegrates like. Oh, he kind of like tablet. Yeah, he, he doesn't. Kinda... He doesn't do like the sync in the original one. I think they came up with that like later when they had maybe like sixteen bit like abilities or whatever. So like in this one, he just slowly just pixels of his body turn off essentially. Yeah, he kind of he kind of like, infinity God, wars. He kind of infinity wars in yours, Alex. In mine, <laughs> he he. But you basically deal the last hit of damage to chaos and he goes mr stark i don't feel so good <laughs> <laughs> um so in mine it's that's um, a joke from a movie i haven't seen haha <laughs> i have seen it but i haven't seen the sequel so i'm just assuming that that's the end dead, don't worry it's the end of the <laughs> franchise <laughs> for me it is mm. um but <laughs> also time travel <laughs> yeah um <laughs> In mine, I actually was looking at it and I thought I like cast holy and like took pictures of it, but he just gets engulfed by like a white like ring of light under him oh, and like Ooh. just kind of slowly like sinks into it and it kind of like envelops him and just oh, fucking destroys him. It's it's really cool. Into the phantom zone. The phantom zone. I love it. Alright, yeah, so we we got him. We beat chaos. Everybody. And then, and then time just disappears for us, oh, right? I would like to point out one more thing about Chaos's death animation. The entire time my party is doing the little fist bump. <laughs> they're oh, just like that they're, just, they're just rubbing it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Alex is like doing the double fucking middle fingers. That's exactly what my party's doing. They're like, <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm gonna see if you guys can see my party and mine as I hold my screen up to the webcam, which I is only see myself. Yeah. It's literally my black mage is dead. My white mage is like like hunkered down and uh like the ninja <laughs> the ninja's like waiting at the ready and the and the fighters like stepping forward but uh, they're just like so in good. their idle battle animation as all of that's happening 
That's awesome. It would have been way cooler if they were doing the fist pump. I did. I love that they were just fist pumping the whole time. Get wrecked, motherfucker. This <laughs> is very Jersey Shore of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so does anything happen after that for you guys? Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a whole epilogue thing. But there's no there's no like there's no additional cutscene though. It goes like right to a dialogue thing, right? Or like pretty to much. A, not, it's, it's like yeah. when we first crossed the bridge, but now with yes. it's the exact thing. Yeah. But do you want to read it, Carl? Sure. Uh, I I will also say that this scroll took very long to come by, and it yes. would only show like four lines at a time, and it was just when you think it's yeah. done, I was like, and, and there's more. Like, it's and like then, the ending of Cats with fucking Judy Dench. She's like, when <laughs> she's like, is she done with her freaking monologue at the camera or not? So because this episode has been about uh, taking the things from the beginning and then recontextualizing them, right? Like that's what this whole like ending is. We yeah. went back to the original area. We used the very first key item that we got in the game. The final boss was actually the first boss. I think it's only appropriate that if you're going to read the epilogue, you do it in George Costanza's voice. <laughs> oh my God. You put me <laughs> There's too much. There's fucking too much. <laughs> yeah, dude, this is long. <laughs> okay, okay. Sorry, sorry, the, sorry. The time loop Just... was seven at last. <laughs> the battle span in 2000 years came to an end, Jerry. And peace prevailed. <laughs> The light of the four crystals revived the wind, water, earth, and fire. <laughs> I don't even know if this is a good George Costanza, but I'll keep it up. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it all began with a trivial misunderstanding. <laughs> trivial, Jerry. <laughs> but it was enough to open Garland's heart to darkness. His hatred swelled with four forces of nature, and from it were born the four fiends of chaos. <laughs> Evil swallowed the world, plunging all into darkness. But that is now past. The stuff of legends. <laughs> Thanks to the courage and the strength of the four warriors, all has been set right again. Uh, okay, you can stop. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah, so like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I can continue with my section or whatever. Okay, do it uh, in Elaine's was... voice. Do it in Putty's voice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any. <laughs> but yeah, so the, li so the light warriors are returning. Oh, what's the deal with that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> with the four flows is flowing. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, so with the four flows when th with the four forces flowing as they were meant, the warriors prepared to cross uh time and return to the world they knew. A world where Princess Sarah, Queen Jane, and even Garland himself await. When was this faithful day that spent time spiraling into a loop? None can say. It seemed that the cycle into which time has fallen would last forever. But the bravery of the four young travelers changed that. They took the forces that filled the world with darkness and used them to bathe the world in light. And then I thought I was done and kept going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. None will ever recall the struggle the four endured, for the breaking of the chain means that it never existed. But within the tales of fantasy that people tell, the memory of their deeds lives on. A final fantasy, if you will. Uh, no, 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 no. That's, this really is a final this fantasy. Truly, I'm just so sick of all these final fantasies. <laughs> well, I don't think they go on to make many. Tales of dwarves and elves, of dragons and shining civilizations that reached for the heavens even as they fell. And now their return is upon us. With the memory of their struggle buried deep in their hearts, they will quietly watch over the world. Remember always that the forces of the world must be used as they were intended that the power of light must never be used for dark and that the true crystals reside in your heart. For you are the warrior who crossed time. You are the bringer of light. Yeah, it's kind of cute. Okay, I'm going to say that the NES has a better final caption 
Because the thank you for playing. Yeah, <laughs> it says, you part by viewers like you. It says, "And that warrior who broke the two thousand year time loop is truly a light warrior." And that warrior was, and then the next screen, you! <laughs> exclamation point. And I was like, oh, me? Only who is the true light warrior? <laughs> you said who you. Selected you, referring, referring to, to me. me. The correct answer was you. <laughs> the true light warrior was you. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is one really good, uh, good thing that I like hmm. here. Let me see if I can find it. Um, yeah, it just says, a crystal shines within every heart. It's kind of nice. Also reminds me of that Inuyasha song, uh, Every Heart, at the end of one of those Inuyasha seasons. Uh, May the world be blessed with light for eternity is the last one in mine. Bless the crystals, etc. Oh, bless the crystals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Crystal shines in every heart. Yo. Shine on you crazy diamonds. So, yeah. So so nobody uh, remembers the deeds of the light warriors because the time loop has a... I really and like I guess that. those actions never happened in the time that ends up being. Yeah, it's one of those time paradox things where it's like it happened. Like it, it's not to be like, oh, it was all a dream and it never happened. Like it happened. It's just right. like, bec- mm-hmm. because like so when you think about it, like we went through the entire first portion of the game, like the first like like I my I clocked in about like forty hours on this game. The first thirty eight hours of this game was us doing like the the whole thing. Yeah, that was all then disappeared because we went back before the events of that and killed all of the things that we had to then kill yeah. in the future yeah. as well. So we pretty much just like erased everything that we did at first in like a weird paradox yeah. kind of way. Um, so like, you know, I, I always like shit like that. And I, I really like the kind of the tra like the tragicness of there being a, like a, a hero who goes on this like great journey and saves the world. But, and like, gets no, no one, accolades whatsoever. Yeah. And no one remembers it. It's like very like, uh, again, I, I, you didn't get past Lord Jabba Jabba, but it's very Ocarina of Time when you finally finish like the future portion of Ocarina of Time and go back and in mm. time and meet Zelda. It's like, oh, okay, well you prevented this great catastrophe from happening. Like. But like, no one's gonna know about you in history, right? Right. Like, I really like that. There's, there's like a weird nobility to that, like the silent hero, you know? Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. It's, uh, it's a very good way in that game. I, it was really good. I, I think what's interesting too is, um, I don't remember if they get into it at the course of the game or not. I don't recall hearing anything about it. But the idea that like this all stemmed from a misunderstanding somehow. Yeah. Uh, so, so what that, what that seems. Mine didn't say a misunderstanding though. Yeah, mine didn't either. Uh, yeah, in yours it says uh, an airing of an airing of grievances, right? Oh, yeah, mine said that it was a mere trick of fate that given the rise. Huh. Well, I was gonna say, it was just like a little glitch in the matrix, basically. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think what's interesting is that, like, w- I think what that would um, it was the Star Fox people. That's right. Did it. Yeah. <laughs> I think what that would imply is that Garland is not a like evil. eternal being, not a good guy. Yeah, not well, an evil. Well, I was gonna say not like an ultimate evil, right? Like he, he I, I think that means he's a dude. Like he probably yeah. was the king's knight, and then through some issue with the king, was like, okay, well, f- fuck you guys, and then discovered the power of the four fiends. Is what yeah. it seems like to me. I kind of get, I kind of get vibes of uh, like the Dark Souls DLC, which I won't go too in t- detail about, just because I think it's a really cool like thing that brings a lot to that story garland father of the abyss 
Yeah, uh, Garland, the 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 knight who is consumed by the abyss. Oh, you. Oh, I see your time. Oh, okay. So right. yeah, like so basically. I, I take it as like Garland was this honorable and good knight. And even like back in the first episode when we were in Cornelia, people were saying like, I wonder what it was that could fill such hatred into Garland's heart. Like he kind of just all of a sudden changed and everyone was like, what the fuck? He used to be this like noble yeah. great warrior that protected the kingdom. And then now he kidnapped the princess. Like what's going on? So I think some weird shit happened with like the fiends yeah. And like, again, it goes back to kind of the chicken and the egg thing where it's like, well, what came first? Like, did Garland's evil deeds or evil heart or whatever, like, spawn all of that? Or was it like the fiends manifested themselves to control him in a way that kind of kicked all of this off? And he was just like a tragic figure in that. Yeah. It wasn't his intention, but he got consumed by whatever yeah. chaos. Well, I guess like the the thing that I would infer from all that or whatever, and you can tell me if you think this is right or not. I'll say it's head cannon because I think it's left sure. a little bit open so that you can kind of decide. But I think the origin of Garland is implied to be as a normal guy who was like, you know, born a couple years before the game starts, technically. Yeah. I mean, obviously he's lived just multiple 2000s of years over and over yeah. and over. But I don't think he was like, some ancient evil, right? That like right. lived 2000 years and then enacted his plan to go back 2000 years. I think he was just a dude is what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The, the one reason that I thought he might be, you know, not like he might be like a pawn in all of it is uh, yeah. the line where it's a uh, princess, Sarah, queen, Jane, and even Garland will be there. Yeah. Uh, right. Oblivious to what happened. So like, like you're saying, like now that the time loop is broken, they're all still going to be there. Presumably to me, I think like he'll still just go on as this like honorable knight. Yeah. Like, right. Who, uh, which is kind of you know, neat. Like, yeah. you know, you don't just beat the final boss. You also like restore honor to the final boss as well. Yeah. Mm, that's kind of neat. Again, very dark souls DLC. Ah, and then you kill his dog. No, wait, that's just Dark Souls. <laughs> Whoops. 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 What do you think, Alex? That was a game. That, was, that sure was a game. It certainly was a video game. Indeed. Yeah, so that was the first Final Fantasy. Holy Hell crap. Yeah. We've got we've done two on the podcast now. Hell yeah. The Who two best seasons. Ones. Two seasons. Also, well, we got one more. To, we got one more episode. We got, yeah, we, yeah. got we got one more game to go, and then, we'll have done every... <laughs> and then we'll have done them all. There was one, then there was four, yeah. and then there was seven. God, you know what? That that probably is like the three that you would need. Anyway, um, I'll tell you what. Let's do go ahead and say this now. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about what's going to be on the next episode. Okay. Sure. We're gonna do wrap up, so and because of later releases. There are some bonus dungeons, which I'm going to actually just did. I uploaded my save file to the drive. So you yeah. all, can, uh, we can all experience the Game Boy Advance version together. I love oh, yeah. it. I think what I'm going to do is uh, I'm edit- excited to go on a trip with those Riverdale kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can edit the, uh, the save file to have like my characters in there with like my stats, see how much of a pain in the ass that is. But I kind of like to continue on as if I could do it in my own game. If you yeah, figure it out, if you yeah. learn how to do that, let me know. Sure. But I'll probably go ahead and just start with that file and just run through it. Um, yeah. So so we are going to do the the extra dungeons and we're going to do the wrap up, uh, kind of like we did with seven, where we kind of talked about the implications of the game and all that. Yeah. And yeah. most important, well, not most important. It's not really most important, but it's one of my favorite parts. Tee hee. 
we're going to tell you what game we're going to play next season. Ooh, Ooh, get ready. Soon all will be revealed. Like we is. better fucking be in the same space by then. We'll figure it's, something it's out. It's probably not too early to say this. Are we planning on taking off June? Yeah, we'll be taking June off. Okay, taking June off to get ready for it and get all of our equipment together and uh, write out a episode guide. You guys know what June off is, right? It's the opposite of June on, baby. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I guess for the most part, after you know, after the monologue is at the end, and then there's the credits, which we can talk about next time. But yeah. um So this is your second Final Fantasy, right, Alex? Yeah. Well it what, seems pretty it's pretty old school. What'd you think about it? Like just uh, not like the full wrap up kind of thing, but just like in in general, first impressions. Um, I liked. I mean, I liked how the um, you know, the story seems pretty dense and uh, some of the mechanics seem pretty tricky for you know what was around at the time. Yeah, um, yeah. is interesting. I mean, mm. I wish I had time to kind of ingest it normally instead of just blasting it through it with uh, my totally OP file and uh, fast forward <laughs> button. Right, and like right. kind of learn to kind of you know soak it in the same way you guys did. Yeah. I will I will say that the fast forward button would have been a very nice touch for me because I still, you know, went through pretty much like as intended, but all I had was a dash button and there were points like where I was just running into enemies that I didn't need to fight and I was like <laughs> I am this wasting so much fucking time. We're recording <laughs> in fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Alex, send us uh two thousand years in the past. Sorry, no, <laughs> <it's> sorry. <laughs> next next week we're gonna reveal um what the term for pissing uh next season is gonna be. And it's gonna be time looping. <laughs> I'm looping. Oh, you might God. just say, Well, Carl, you said we're gonna reveal it, but you just said it now. But I gotta tell you, it's a time loop. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm going to break the loop this time. Oh, he is going to break the loop. He's going to send us out of Final Fantasy One. Oh, yes. bittersweet. I like FF7 was like real bittersweet when we got to the end of oh, it. Absolutely. This game, bittersweet, but I'm ready to fucking be done with this. This one's bittersweet in the sense that it's mostly sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost the end of the season, but yeah, still reach us, reach out to us at 530 Materia if you so choose. Um, we are every F and FF on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Uh, feature music, while composed by Nubobo Metsu, um, I found out in the credits here that um, it was arranged and adapted for the remake by Ryo Takagi, who Ooh. did... Uh, mm. So that's probably why like, we were talking about some interesting differences of instrumentation in uh, my version. Yeah. This doesn't sound very Nobuo. It's probably because of it's uh, Ryo Takagi, which who also adapted Final Fantasy V, Final Fantasy III. Wow. Um, all, the Final Fa- all the Dragon Quests and stuff. Uh, Resident Evil Zero as a sound editor. That's cool. Um, nice. But yeah, leave us a review on iTunes. Hit us up on Public because uh, we can apparently buy our stuff on masks now. So if you want to get a Binal Banasi face mask... Yeah. <laughs> send us a picture yeah and i think with those masks too they're also doing a thing where they'll uh donate a like an actual ma- not a vinyl fantasy but a an actual <laughs> mask cowards. to uh healthcare workers <laughs> those yeah <cowards>. right <laughs> real real fda approved like masks to like the people who actually need to them who are working on the front lines hell yeah and stuff like that but um if you want to wear a vinyl fantasy mask you can do that and also help a little bit in that way yeah, yeah, but it doesn't uh, even have to be a Binal Banshee mask. You can get any mask on that site. Bone Villages for Lover mask. Yeah, yeah. Bone Villages mm. for Lovers mask. 
Yeah. I was going to say, mad respect to everybody who's bought teas recently. We really appreciate yeah. that. Thank you all so much. Mm. I just realized we should definitely... Oh, well, I don't know if this would be in, in like a, a, a bad joke, but uh, this guy are sick mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't Good know if gag, it's too maybe. Soon yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah. right. Just, maybe go ahead and edit this out, Alex. It might sound like, well, I was like, it, it might be all right like, to leave in the podcast, but not in real life. <laughs> it was like a thing where I was like, don't oh, go would... walk around with a, I got this guy are sick written on your face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to help enforce social distancing, go for it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it yeah. might help. I guarantee you people will say six feet away from you. Yeah. People are getting a little n- nutty, you know, they're, they're and not a little casual because distance. they're just bored of this yeah. fucking thing. Yeah. 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 You know what? It was, it was fun for a while, I guess, but I'm kind of over it now. I feel like the uh, later chapters of coronavirus, they just, they kind of ran out they of phoned they, it. In. They phoned it in. They, they lost the plot. Um, yeah, this has been every FNFF. Uh, watch me do a relay race. On June 6th at 4.30 a.m. EST. So God help us all there. I'll um, be in the chat unless mm-hmm. I oversleep, but I will probably be in the chat. I I cannot tell you to be in the chat because... I, is that when you I'm have to start? I'm going to be in the chat. That's, or is, is that so when it's your turn or when you're, the team is starting? So everything has estimates. Um, okay. So pretending that everybody meets their estimate which will never happen but if everybody met their estimate my game would start at 4 30 a.m on june 6th what will probably happen is i'll start like 5 15 or five o'clock on june just, 6th just to be mm-hmm. safe everyone tune in at like 2 30 a.m just in case everyone comes in underestimate just in case everyone put gets it, world put record. it this way the the um Estimate for Final Fantasy V, the game that I'm running, is three hours and 50 minutes. My time on speedrun.com is four hours and 16 minutes. So almost 30 minutes later than that. And I'm like the 11th fastest. So like... That's more than an episode of Family Guy. (laughs) Yeah. So I was going to say like only like three people have made it under that score. I mean, there's probably more than that. But not many people have actually made it under that estimate. So... You know, it's it's not going to start on time, but I think that's just to make sure that everybody is there for their race when it begins. Like I need yeah, to yeah. be ready by then. So I will get up and eat some Cheerios and hell yeah, probably get dressed. Honestly, like if I'm going to be playing that game for fucking five hours or whatever, like four hours, I'm going like, to No, I think I'm going to get dressed dressed. I think I'm going to like wear a tuxedo. Get, yeah, full tuxedo. It doesn't matter. I have to. I can't do like a stream stream. I have to stream to their yeah server and then stream out. So it's only going to yeah, be the feed of the game. It, yeah, it'll, it'll only be the game. But whatever, it's whatever. fine. Whatever. Whatever. We can have a. Uh, we'll just have a Zoom call for anybody who wants to get in <laughs> and talk to me while it's happening. Um, maybe I will spin say up the Discord or something. Shout out to a uh, fan of the show and really the ultimate resource on Final Fantasy in general, Mister Swansig for yeah. uh, also running. So I'm running against Mr. Zwanzig, which is going to be insane. I think currently the second place record holder. So Holy shit. <laughs> there's my chances for the fucking race, but that's fine. That's yeah. fine. Um, so shout out there. And I know that Toju's commenting, so that's going to be cool. Uh, and Toju did a run at AGDQ, that I watched that made me go, I could run a Final Fantasy game, which is why I started. So, Hell yeah. 
So that's great. It all came around. How nice. The time loop of speed. The time loop. Yeah. The speed loop. It, it is kind of interesting. Like, I know that like you're in speed runs, Carl, and you're doing like Dark Souls speed runs. It's oh, interesting yeah. how like the community is kind of actually tiny. Like it's yeah, big. You'd be surprised. There's a lot yeah. of people who are into it. But when you get into the specific games, uh, you know, they're kind of yeah. tight. Everyone's everyone's always excited that like their passion that they and the thing that they like to do like speedrunning like just you know same thing kind of over and over again that more people get interested in that and want to do it and and in my experience with it that's led to a lot of people being like oh hey what's up and like you know yeah. making friendship that way which is well I really like cool. the the world record holder for Dark Souls I've seen multiple times in your chat just being yeah, like, like a, yo what's up yeah one of the uh, the former world record holders hell yeah shout out oh. to Regal I don't think Regal listens to this but he's that's fine incredibly yeah. helpful and. Yeah, well, our listeners should go follow him on Twitch. Absolutely. So, yes. Good. I'm sorry, Alex, I interrupted your um, sin. I had nothing else to say. (laughs) (laughs) I was just waiting for you to end so I can go finish my laundry. Oh, okay. Well, it's all good. uh, The end. The end. The end. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.